Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. In the years ahead, and it won't take long, when you live in fear, as the Germans once did in East Germany, of the secret police... And you ask yourself, how did it ever get this insane? How did I and my family end up living in constant fear of the FBI? Remember this week. It was a key week. A key turning point. If, when, we live in a world where in your living room you write a text to your friend, but it's blocked for misinformation by your cell phone, by Verizon. When you whisper to your husband in bed at night because your phone is listening, constantly monitoring for misinformation, not posted on social media, but spoken out loud. And you know what the penalty is for even speaking misinformation when you live always in fear, when your emails bounce back as undeliverable to your closest friends because you sent the wrong meme. Remember this week, this insane week, when we learned exactly how far gone this country actually was. Before I start counting down this week's most insane things, all of almost all of which involve the FBI and the shocking fact that the FBI censored us, covering up Hunter Biden's crimes both internally inside the agency, but also on Twitter and on Facebook, censoring people like me who just wanted to tell you about them. Before we hit all of that, I want to go back and show you what's at stake by bringing back up this article. From the 27th of June, headline, Breitbart, Republicans condemn Verizon, Big Telecom, for entertaining Democrat censorship demands. See, they'll never stop at social media. The article was about how the Democrats are now writing letters to Verizon, demanding the censorship at the next level, not of social media, but of emails, text messages, the very communications infrastructure itself. The opening salvo already happened during the 2020 election when studies showed that 70% of GOP text messages from the campaigns went straight to Gmail spam folders compared to just 8% of Democrat messages. And at least for once, Republicans have a plan to stop it with the Biased Political Emails Act. But the Democrats want so much more. They're not satisfied with just tamping down evidence of their crimes when it's correctly reported on social media. They want to stop you from talking about it at the text and email level. We know that 
because they wrote demand letters about it. Those letters were written, well, signed anyway, by Representatives Anna Ishu and Jerry McNerney of the House Commerce Committee that oversees the FCC. Well, they sent the letter to DirecTV, Verizon, Comcast, and Cox, expressing the party's concern about the role that these entities were playing in disseminating misinformation and disinformation, both with Verizon through things like texts, emails, and other communication on the phones, um, but also because these companies continue carrying, and this was pointed out to them by the Democrats, are you planning to continue carrying Fox News, Newsmax, OANN, both now and beyond any contract renewal date? If so, why? The implied message was clear. If the distributors did not stop and drop conservative networks, the Democrats would push for punitive regulation. And sure enough, after the Democrats' letter, DirecTV dropped OANN, One American News Network. It's gone. Smaller cable uh, franchises dropped Newsmax. The letter made clear their targets are much bigger. They won't stop going till they get anything less than Fox News and all of your texts and your emails are censored and monitored just like social media. And now we know what entity will be doing that censoring in the service of furthering crimes by Democrats, covering them up, and of course, making sure nobody knows about them. That will be the FBI, which leads us to insane thing number one this week. Mark Zuckerberg's admission on the Joe Rogan podcast that, yes, it was the FBI that requested that both Twitter and Facebook censor the biggest story, the most damaging story for Democrats of the 2020 election. The, it turns out, true story of Hunter Biden's laptop. Why'd they have to censor that? Because it details the crimes committed by the big guy. Money laundering, tax evasion, and failure to register as a foreign agent. All three of those, by the way, are felonies. Worse yet, the money laundered, the people dealt with, were the two worst enemies of the United States of America. That's clear on that laptop. China and Russia. And the Bidens took millions. Millions Hunter didn't report to the IRS. A few weeks ago, we got confirmation. Remember, Fox News broke the story, as did the New York Post, that the big guy was, in fact, Joe Biden. So if Hunter took the money and didn't register, if Hunter didn't pay taxes on it, that's money laundering and tax evasion. And it has major national security implications. So what did we learn this week? Insane thing number one. Headline, new whistleblower says FBI leaders delayed key investigation. They picked up the Hunter Biden laptop from that computer repair store in December of 2019. And according to the whistleblower, the leadership of the FBI forbade employees from even looking at it. This comes on top of last week's Insane Things, where we learned specifically that two deputy directors of the FBI, one of whom had helped fabricate the Russia collusion investigation, was literally taking evidence from that laptop and putting it behind digital walls that the agents investigating Hunter Biden weren't allowed to cross. In other words, hiding his crimes internally. This week's revelation from yet another whistleblower shows us that they forbade anybody inside the FBI investigating to actually look at the laptop. But here's the thing. They've had that laptop since December 2019. If they didn't look at it, I think they hope the, the public thinks, well, they didn't know. But the thing is, they did. Because Rudy Giuliani, remember, released the contents of that laptop by February 
of 2020. Joe Biden wouldn't receive the nomination to run as his party's candidate until July of 2020. It was all on the internet. There's no way the FBI didn't know what was on that laptop. You could go to the right blog, Gateway Pundit, and it was all right there. So this idea of, well, we didn't look at it is ridiculous. No, they went a step further than that. They had agents, directors of the FBI, putting it off limits within the FBI. Then this week, we learned it was even worse than that, which leads us to insane thing number two. The FBI surely must have known what was on the laptop, even though they claim they didn't look at it, because they, <laughs> they said this week they didn't want to influence the election, but they were. Not only were they not investigating it, and not officially anyway, looking at the laptop, no, they were busy running around to Twitter and to Facebook telling them to censor what was on it. Here's what happened. Mark Zuckerberg, in an incredible interview, I can't believe he personally admitted this. There's got to be a reason he's coming clean with this. Mark Zuckerberg goes on Joe Rogan's podcast, the number one podcast on earth in terms of hits and audience size. So he wants a big audience. And he tells Rogan that the FBI came both to Twitter and Facebook and warned that in the coming days that a big Russian disinformation story would be released. Well, that was the New York Post. It turns out, correct story on the laptop. Twitter would go so far as to take the Post account to keep them from reporting the truth. So what does that mean? It makes a lie of the claims earlier this week that the FBI was just trying really hard not to influence the election. And that's why it didn't take a look at the Hunter Biden laptop till after. But they absolutely were. Mark Zuckerberg, of all people, busted them. They were running around censoring people like you and others who merely wanted to share the New York Post article. And what did Zuckerberg do? He kept it from going viral. There was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York Post. Yeah, we Post. have that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? Um, I mean, basically, the background here is the FBI, I think, basically came to us some some folks on our team it was like hey um just so you know like you should be on high alert there was the, we we thought that there was a lot of russian propaganda in the 2016 election we have it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of of um uh, uh that's similar to that sure enough within days the new york post story broke it's terrifying the fbi knew it was coming are they still monitoring journalists Unlike Twitter, which outright banned the Post account and the story, Zuckerberg just depressed the reach, keeping the most important story of the 2020 election, a cover-up of actual crimes, from going viral. The distribution on Facebook was decreased, but people were still allowed to share it. So you could still share it. You could still consume it. So when um, you say the distribution is decreased, in, it, it got shared. It, how does that work? It Basically, the ranking in newsfeed was a little bit less. So... Fewer people saw it than would have otherwise. So it definitely... By what percentage? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but it's, it's, it's meaningful. I know, because I'm constantly censored by their algorithm. If I don't post for a few days, I'll recover and get my numbers back. It's 90%. When I'm operating at full tilt and not talking about politics, I'm posting cat videos. Yeah, I get one set of likes. It is literally mathematically 90% less when... I start talking negatively about the Democrats again. This reveal this week was so bad that one of just two Republicans seriously interested in the Senate in investigating the FBI at all, Senator Ron Johnson, 
said this, it's clear to me based on numerous credible whistleblower disclosures that the FBI cannot be trusted with the handling of Hunter Biden's laptop. Folks, think back to the opening of today's podcast. This is what they're doing on social media now. And so many of you say, well, I just, I'll just quit and they won't censor me. No, no, no. You don't understand. They're coming for your phone for absolute control over speech, your text messages, your emails, all of it. But the good news is this. The more totalitarian the FBI has to get to cover up the crimes um, and just bad news for the Democrats, the more out in the open they have to go and the more the American people can really begin to see it. I mean, last week before all of this broke, we had that incredible poll by Rasmussen that found that a shocking 53% of voters, a majority, agreed with the statement that the FBI was now functioning as, quote, Joe Biden's personal Gestapo, unquote. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That leads us to insane thing number four. Yet another FBI whistleblower revelation this week. And it gets to the heart of the absolutely shockingly profound corruption within the FBI. New whistleblowers came out this week, joining the 14 existing FBI whistleblowers we already know about. And the stories they tell are unbelievable. Falsifying evidence under oath in court, opening terrorism cases against innocent people, surveilling them all to meet quotas. But these new whistleblower reports were different because most of the other ones had come out of Washington, D.C., where this level of crime is normal for the FBI. But these whistleblowers came out of not one, but four local field offices. Miami, Salt Lake City, Buffalo, Newark, they all face the same accusations that their upper management, which would be middle management in the FBI overall, coerced agents to sign false affidavits, faked or inflated terrorism cases, open terrorism cases against innocent people and engaged in illicit sexual activities or concealed those of others and tolerated an atmosphere of sexual harassment. Let's focus on one part of this, because what's terrifying here is it's becoming par for the course for the FBI. Coerced agents to sign false affidavits. What's an affidavit? It's a written statement confirmed by oath, so under oath, it's a felony to lie to the court, confirmed by oath for use as evidence. So what are these agents saying? Oh, we routinely fake evidence. We're coerced to go along with it by our superiors. That sounds incredible, but it's what we've already seen from the Washington office. There's a culture in this agency so comfortable with faking evidence and presenting it under oath in court is real that they did it to the president of the United States. That's what Agent Kleinsmith was convicted of doing. Remember, he took an email that said, nah, Trump's not colluding with Russia. He's not even connected to Russia. And they altered it to make it say the opposite. They literally evidence tampered. Well, what this is saying is, oh, yeah, they were comfortable doing that to the president of the United States because they do it at the uh, regional offices, too. Here's a quote 
from one of the whistleblowers in a letter to Representative Louis Gohmert of Texas on the House Judiciary Committee. Quote, the FBI is completely out of control and its culture and structure needs to change. Not only is the political bias completely out of control and disgustingly obvious, the FBI knows they will not be held accountable for their illegal behavior and misconduct. Why are they opening fake cases? (laughs) Fake terrorism cases? Well, here's an explanation from the letter that senior agents running the field offices are under pressure to increase the caseload. Uh, due to the way the Bureau evaluates their performance. Quote, it's basically a report card for him. So at the end of his two-year term as a special agent in charge, like of a local office, he gets moved to a better position down in Washington and everything focuses around his metrics. You have so many, have to have so many terrorism cases per year in your office or else you fail. So they've just been opening them, faking them, including all those domestic violence extremist cases we keep hearing about. Folks, honest to God, we saw how they framed Trump. They were censured for the, by the FISA court for it, for lying. They should have been prosecuted and put in prison because those were crimes. How many people have they done this to? That's a serious question. And Cheryl Atkinson, remember the former CBS reporter, might have an answer to it. Remember this? This is her testifying under oath. And remember, um, they had installed spy equipment, our intelligence agencies had, the federal government on her computer. She got CBS to pay for a full professional forensic audit, which is how she caught them spying on her. Remember, this is because she had begun to criticize Obama or to at least ask serious questions during the push for the socialization of medicine in America. Obamacare. Listen to what she told Congress under oath. It matches exactly what these whistleblowers from no less than four regional FBI offices are saying, that they frame people, that they fabricate evidence. May, may I you say made, made, um, you, one little reported facet of my case is one of the federal agents involved in, in one of the operations against me said that they intended to plant child porn in my husband's computer. This is the FBI. There's been a case um, that's currently in litigation unrelated in which an FBI agent has testified that they did that. They have done that. It was not accomplished in my case. I guess the the curtain was drawn on that facet of the operation prior to them doing it but imagine how you ever get out of that how you they they knew we had a young daughter at home and had allegedly conspired to do that now remember we know the fbi isn't alone in this remember three months ago when we had the astonishing story it's actually almost four months ago now um when elon musk was going to buy twitter and former heads of both the cia and the department of homeland security sent a desperate panicked letter to Congress, to members of Congress, um, asking them to intervene and prevent Elon Musk from buying Twitter because they said, and, and admitted in writing, that they, they censor. Um, they partner with these social media outlets to censor and that if Elon Musk bought it, they might not be able to censor what you are saying on social media. And that could be, a, you know, a national security risk. Of course, you know, they're lying. They're just going to censor things that hurt the Democrats and make up Russia collusion narratives. It's the opposite, actually. Social media and truth tellers on social media get in the way of the narratives they use to control half the population. And they're desperate to keep that control. What does that mean? We now know that no less than three federal intelligence agencies operate in tandem with social media to censor you on behalf of the Democrats and to cover up their crimes. It doesn't get any more insane than that. Finally, insane thing number five. Remember this article a couple of weeks ago from Insane Things? From August 12th, Fox News. Headline, 
Inflation costing the average American $717 a month. And now this shows, not a year, a month. $717 a month. All of that met with a shrug from Washington. But you read that, and I thought at the time, wow, that's got to really be having some drastic effects. Well, it turns out it is, folks, at a record level never recorded before. And what does this mean, record level never report recorded before? You mean worse than the Great Recession? Yes. What it means is that we are actually in a deep recession. Maybe one poly- policy mistake away from a Great Depression. The UK Daily Mail headline said it all. Expect tsunami of cutoffs. A record never before seen. 20 million Americans are behind on their power bills and face shutoffs as cost of electricity jumps 16%. That's because of Joe Biden's electricity policies, both, both natural gas and oil that we've talked about in previous Battleground podcasts. I'm not going to relitigate them here. Uh, with, they say, inflation forcing families to choose between groceries and utilities. That is shocking. The average overdue electric bill, $749, with one in six Americans saying they expect their utilities to be cut off in the next three months. That follows on the heels of two other stories I've been all over that are also record-breaking numbers. Highest ever gain in credit card balances in a single year, a 51% gain among low-income borrowers. That means they are desperate. They are putting Bidenflation on a credit card. And what else? Remember, the fastest ever recorded plunge in U.S. savings rates from $4 trillion. That's what we held a year ago. So this is after the pandemic. Folks, this isn't the pandemic. This is the man-caused disaster that was worse than the pandemic. Bidenflation caused by the printing of money on a mass scale. So Americans had $4 trillion in savings, 3.9 to be exact, according to the New York Fed. Yep. You know what it is today? $986 billion. That's a 75% reduction in a year. The fastest shrinkage of savings ever recorded. Folks, this hints at a level of desperation we have not seen in our lifetimes. Which leads to insane thing number six. Joe Biden and the folks in Washington saw all that and went, well, they're still eating. Some of them still got the lights on. They can totally pay for our $125,000 PhD. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the week before they had y'all raising your taxes, including on people making as little as 20000 a year, folks. Heck, 75% of those households, not people, households making $40,000 to $50,000 are getting a tax increase. And that's going to pay for EV subsidies. When an average electric vehicle costs $56,000 a year, more than the people they're taxing make. It's insane. They see us as peons. Like, you know when the king would sound out, send out his emissaries and he had one pig left to get you through the winter and they'd take it? You've seen that in movies. That's the Biden administration. They're literally looting the treasury and impoverishing Americans through inflation. Anyway... They decided you were going to pay for them to have college degrees. A move so horrendous, even the Obama camp distanced itself. Sending out Jason Furman, he chaired Obama's Council of Economic Advisors, to rip Biden's debt forgiveness plan. He called it, quote, gasoline on an inflationary fire. That's how bad, how heartless, how horrible this is. What will it cost? It'll cost the average taxpayer at least $2,000 over the next 10 years. What's the top cost? Because 2000s, the bottom, the best case, six grand, and an overall tab of a trillion dollars. 
all of which will have to be printed. That's according to Penn Wharton. Just to be clear, the way they're describing this is even a lie. There is no plan to eliminate student debt. They're not canceling it. There's a plan to transfer it to those who don't owe it. And remember why they're transferring this. Nate Silver, Democrat pollster and statistician who works routinely for Democrat presidential campaigns, wrote on Twitter this week, it fairly efficiently redistributes well-being, he means wealth, toward people in the Democratic coalition, youngish, middle-class-ish, college grad, school attendees, a very D, as in Democrat group, he wrote. Finally, the sixth most insane thing this week, the Department of Justice, we learned, kept Hunter Biden's laptop buried and the crimes on it buried. But they're now prosecuting, not Hunter, silly, no, the people who found Ashley Biden's diary in which she muses that perhaps the reason she's a sex addict is because of the inappropriate shower she took with her father, the president. Their homes were raided. Their case moved to New York, where the judges and jury are all heavily Democrat. And the prospect of a conviction, they could actually absolutely get one in front of a Democrat majority jury. There is absolutely no justice, by the way, in blue areas anymore. Not in D.C. and not in New York. You cannot be tried there if your politics is wrong. So they pled guilty and um, their homes were raided. Well, I mean, Ashley Biden, I think in a plea for help, she did the same thing as Hunter leaving that laptop behind. She left this diary behind. Nobody went into her bags to get it or stole it. Yet they're calling it stolen. It's outrageous. We are, folks. Clearly a banana republic. I just wonder, how much more will the American people take? Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.